0: Now, a death blow to a liberal thought and protest in Russia. Alexei Navalny, Russia's top opposition leader and President Vladimir Putin's fiercest foe, died in a Russian prison, according to the government there. His death raising even more questions about Putin's power and how the West will respond. They will be brought to justice. Alexei Navalny's wife calling on world leaders to fight back against Putin in the wake of her husband's sudden and mysterious death. He was brave. He was principled. President Biden quick to assign blame. Make no mistake. Putin is responsible for Navalny's death. Putin is responsible. Navalny's death comes at a pivotal moment for the U.S. as the partisan divide grows over how to counter Moscow and whether to help Ukraine in its war against Russia. We are not going to be uh, forced into action. House Speaker Johnson signaling he won't bring the Senate's foreign aid package to the House floor, which includes $60 billion for Ukraine. The GOP's shift on military assistance in lockstep with Donald Trump, who's ramped up threats to sacrifice NATO allies who are behind in their defense spending to Russia. No,
1: I would not protect you. In fact, I would encourage them to do whatever the hell they want.
0: His words putting European leaders on edge. Any suggestion that we are not standing up for each other, that does undermine the security of all of us. Lulu, what does Navalny's death say about Putin, his power, and whether the West has the will to stand up to him?
1: I mean, first of all, it's a dark day. Um, I saw the news and it actually filled me with a real sense of foreboding and fear because Navalny occupied a space in Russia that was unique. Um, He was someone who people could still look to and say there is an opposition. Um, There is hope that there could be a different Russia. And with his passing, I think um, we are now seeing Putin truly unopposed. Um, consolidating his power. What we've seen even in just the few um, hours since Navalny's passing is just complete repression um, inside Russia. And so I think it is indeed um, a sign of of very dark things to come.
0: And and all of this comes the same week that you have Donald Trump saying that, encouraging Russia to go after any NATO allies who are delinquent in their payments. uh, and, And Republicans signing on in a, in, a, in a very surprising way. Here's Florida Senator and longtime defense hawk, Marco Rubio, defending Trump. He doesn't talk like a traditional politician. And uh, we've already been through this now. You'd think people would have figured it out by now. I have zero concern because he's been president before. I know exactly what he has d- done and will do uh, with the NATO alliance. John, do you think Trump and republicans would really abandon nato well there's a reason that congress passed a bill to make sure that trump couldn't do this they basically trump proofed uh... Our, our military alliance with them saying that the president cannot unilaterally pull back from nato i think that was very important um, i think that people like marco rubio know better i think they know that trump means what he says he, you know he's been on the scene for uh... you know a decade now but but the thing i've heard about that is he might not formally be able to pull out of the treaty but if he's elected, if he's president, he can, he'll decide unilaterally whether or not to send troops in and enforce Article 5, an attack against one, is an attack against all, even if that one is a, is a country that's delinquent in its payments. And Congress can't do anything about that. That's true. I mean, you don't know what Trump would do in that situation. The fact that he would not be surrounded by, you know, people like James Mattis in the second term, he'd be surrounded by people more like Steve Bannon. Uh, that is reason for concern.
1: And it's he, says, he says what he says. He did, he did this with the Muslim ban. Everyone was saying he wasn't going to do it, and then, of course, he tried to do it. He, he, he believes what he says, and uh, you know, believe what he says. I mean, you, you can quote Maya Angelou, when someone tells you who they are, believe them. I mean, he kind of says it out loud in, a, in very uncertain terms, and Marco Rubio is... But, I mean, I mean this is another, for me, looking at Marco Rubio, it's another example of just how all of of the independent thought within the GOP has just collapsed in front of Trump. I wanna wanna
0: pick up on this, the Democratic response, because Trump had barely gotten the words out of his mouth and President Biden jumped on his comments about NATO. Here's President Biden. No other president in our history has ever bowed down to a Russian dictator. For God's sake, it's dumb, it's shameful, it's dangerous, it's un-American. And in a poll last spring, 62% of Americans had a favorable view of NATO, while 35% had a negative opinion. But there is a party split. 76% support for NATO among Democrats, 49% support among Republicans. Kristen, is Biden's foreign policy, which is the traditional foreign policy, standing strong for NATO, standing strong against Russian aggression in Ukraine, Is that good politics for November or not?
2: So standing strong with NATO, I would say yes. Remember, there's been one time that Article Five has been invoked and that was to come to America's aid after 9-11. There's a reason why so many Americans think that this is important. At the same time, I don't think it's wrong to say that our allies need to do their part. If you're gonna be part of the club of NATO and you're expected to spend 2% of your uh, GDP on defense, you need to live up to that. So it's not wrong to say, we need our allies to do their part they just can't wait for the united states to come around to us and if yeah, trump had stopped
1: there i think it would have been very aligned but he, he, you're cause cause right he, he can't that. stop there and he actually has an affiliation with putin let's let's stop pretending parts of this party don't have a really strange affiliation to to the rush to Well to and I Putin. that's why I, I, think mean, I think
2: the death of Alexei Navalny this week has really uh, there have they, been some very encouraging statements that I have seen from folks like House Foreign Affairs Chair Mike McCall from Texas who says look Putin we we think of him akin to Hitler right now as somebody who wants to go take little pieces of look, Europe and we Zeldin have to stop did. him now Lee I have seen was
1: a, big equating Navalny he, he, to what former happened congressman, former Republican congressman, Republican. congressman in a heinous statement was comparing the death of Navalny what's happened to President Trump in these trials let me just, let me quote one person, which is Alexander Solzhenitsyn from the Gulag Archipelago. Unlimited power in the hands of limited people always leads to cruelty. Putin is a murderer. He's a
0: murderer here. Let, let's talk about where the rubber really hits the road, because nothing's going to happen with NATO right away. But it is going to happen in Ukraine. The House has left town for two weeks, and Speaker John, uh, Johnson says when they get back, their priority will be to keep the government funded, not approve military aid to allies like Ukraine and Israel. Meanwhile, and this is astonishing to give you a sense of what kind of shape Ukraine is in, Russian forces are reportedly firing 10 shells to every one the Ukrainians fire. So the question, Lulu, is, we talked about NATO, are Republicans really going to abandon Ukraine?
1: It's increasingly likely. I mean, I would have said it was unimaginable, but I think it's increasingly likely. And I think what that is going to cause is complete Chaos. I mean, the way that the Republican Party is talking about this is as if everything is on a ledger and money is the most important thing, and these alliances are going to impact us. I mean, this is about America's safety. This is about what is um, in America's best interest, and that's why the Navalny thing chilled me so much, because what we are going to see if America doesn't step up and, and help Ukraine is that it's going to come home to roost here.